This is Talking Shop, Jim and Joe Show, and as always, I'm Jim Sessions, joined by my co-host, Joseph Sadler. And Joseph, today, episode number five, and again, we are on a weird schedule since you decided you wanted to just be like a world traveler and won't stay home and divine. Hey, well, you know, I'm not going to apologize for, you know, wanting to be a, a world explorer there, Jim. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, there's a never-ending, you know, mysteries to go and <laughs> go in search of. Yeah, yeah. Family reunion in Mexico. Is that yes, what I saw? Yes, sir. Just nice. got back yesterday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, yesterday. Yesterday. And then, of yeah. course, leaving tomorrow. Yes. So we're going to try to squeeze in a couple of podcasts because I'm actually out of town next week. So yeah. So don't yeah. be judging me whenever you're going to be traveling hey, too. So I'm I'm staying in the good old U.S. of A. Hey, man. You know, it was it was nice to get away to Mexico over there, man. Although I will say this, if you think it's humid here, yeah. down there when you go down there, we were like in between Cancun and Playa del Carmen, and uh, a lot of jungle down there. Uh, the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah, so, Man, some geometry going on over here. Hey, stop trying to, you know, make people think you're smart because yeah. we all know, we all see right yeah. through your act. That's very true. So, but man, the humidity was horrible. And I don't know if you know this or not, but I sweat a little bit. Yeah. So, um, it was fun, but goodness gracious. I mean, it was very, very humid. You can cut the humidity with a knife down there. Yeah. But Well, glad you're back. Yeah. Uh, equally as glad that you're fixing to leave again too. That way well, thank uh, you, sir. Uh, my life will be nice and won't have to worry. But no, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, yeah. Disappointed you're going to be leaving. Wow. But, you know, yeah. yeah. Your, your words cut like a knife there, buddy. Yeah. Wow. A, a, a two-sided sword, as we like to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we've got a pretty interesting podcast today. We've got a special guest visitor. Yes. But we're going to keep everybody in suspense. Yes, a little we bit are. longer. We want it, we want that suspense. To, we want when we give it to them. We want to like slapping them in the face with it. That's you know? right. That's right. This, but, that's what this interview is going to be. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm in I'm in arm's reach here. You're <laughs> yeah, not, so you might get slapped. So for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna be extra nice. But yeah. in case everybody else did not know this or not, but I realized this morning at about seven o'clock that the divine band started yes so you know yes band started back did up. start this morning since you live right by the band practice yes. uh, facility you got that firsthand but yeah yes they basically they basically practice on my front yard yeah yeah so, and uh, a lot of kids out there and actually talking to some people i think it was just freshmen that were out there today with the leadership so wow. some of the upperclassmen really mr miller one time was telling me just an, a large number of freshmen are going to be in the band this year well that's good and that that's, that's really fantastic. good he is super excited about it mm -hmm. i'm trying to get him to send me some information but oh. we'll have to get that in a later podcast because i just haven't got that info yet we may even try to discuss you know uh, at least maybe you know persuade him to come on the show one day i bet we could do it yes so i bet we could do it but uh I, I mean, also, who's not going to want to come on this show? I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Think about it. I mean, I, I mean, you're probably going to hear some knocks here in a minute. People beating down your door to be oh, a I'm part sure. of this. Oh, I'm sure that's so, probably you know? that, or it's just the dog sitting outside with their tails wagging. Maybe they want to be on the show. Maybe so. so it might not be the but, best interview, but hey. <laughs> uh, anyway, off the rails already. So yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, another big thing that went on today: we had a uh, food distribution. The Divine ISD. Set up right. a food distribution today, right. uh, serve the community. So some of the leadership teams, uh, as some of the principals, assistant principals, central office folks, and several volunteers were down handing out food today at Warhorse Stadium for the community. Wow. So always a good thing to That's see. That's awesome. You know, just uh, 
getting the community involved in, in, in the stuff going on with the school. That's, that's yeah, fantastic. For sure. I mean, so. you know, the school's there to educate, sure, but there's other aspects to that. Yes. Yeah, yes. providing services. A lot of times the school will serve summer meals mm-hmm. to students, they any do. student that wants to come up and grab that. And then this is just another way to serve the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's in, uh, I think they work with one of the local food banks, maybe the San Antonio food bank. They bring down some food. They help organize, distribute to anybody that wants to come by and pick it up. So cool. Uh, really cool, really cool happening that's going on as well. Did I hear some cheering going on over there too from my house? It's very was possible. Was there something going on over there, like a cheer camp or something? There, well, we had cheer camp. Um, or I guess it was right after the Fourth of July. Oh, okay. So we had cheer camp going on. We do have volleyball camp going on. Maybe that's what it was. And you know what? I I must say I dropped off Drewski at yeah. volleyball camp before I came over here. So she was very fired up about that. Came in there and told me to hurry up, not make her late. So. Yes. You know, I'm. Uh, it was the MVP camp, the McIver Volleyball Performance. I think, I think that's what she calls it, MVP wow. camp. So, so now she's rethink, renaming things. Huh? She thinks well, she's that. She thinks she's that special. Huh? Well, you know, well, was, you if know. I would have known that, I may have, you know, had to have picked on her for a well, little bit and say, "What well, you think you're well, special?" Well, now you know, but you won't be able to drop <laughs> Drew off since you're leaving for Louisiana. But yes, yeah, we'll definitely give her. Darn it. Uh, give her a little grief on that one. I but. really wish you'd had that before we had her on as a guest. We, yeah. we would could have ragged her. That would have, we, me and you could have stretched that on for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, our 30 minute podcast always lasts at least an hour. So, I'm just so. saying. Jim, well, yes, is sir. it time? It is. Shall we introduce our mystery guest? Oh, you can hear her chuckling already. So, yes. we'd like to welcome to the podcast coach hannah thompson hello what's up there tommy well let me correct myself it's no longer hannah thompson it's actually hannah abella yes what yeah. I, so i gotta re- name yeah you gotta rewrite your entire script here so, no well. no i'm keeping it thompson at Devon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, head cross-country coach hannah thompson is joining us and part of the reason is we've actually started cross-country practice but we're going to get to that here in a little bit. So Hannah, why don't you, or Coach Thompson, Coach Abella, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and just kind of give us the basics here. We usually ask the first question, it's just kind of like, where were you raised? Where did you go to high school? Yes. What sports did you play? Things like that. Oh, give, us a, give us a little bit of... Let's hear about <laughs> Coach Thompson <laughs> let's, here. Let's hear a little Tommy Gun history here. Um, okay, so I was born in San Antonio. Um, and then my parents actually, my dad worked for Builder Square for a little bit. So we moved around when I was like really, really young when I was like a baby. Um, I remember living in Ohio and then I know we went to Arkansas as well. Um, but Ohio, I remember cause I did tap dance there. So, wow. So, <laughs> that is a great, I'm adding that to the list. Would have, would have yeah. never. Just, just wait till Coach Mangold hears this. I actually, <laughs> when I tap dance, I tap dance to, um, animal crackers and I wore a little white dress with red polka dots. <laughs> just keeps getting better this is i'm just gonna yeah. i'm just gonna sit back i don't even need yeah. to say anything there's, anymore there's no need so. yeah and then so but yeah i was but i was born in san antonio then we moved then we came back and then i was um in school from kinder well preschool all the way till um high school so i went to brandeis high school the big six eight down there and then um played yeah, really yeah. up there, down there, same thing. In San Antonio. I forgot I'm in, I'm in arm's length over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, I played soccer when I was five. I still played soccer when I was five, all the way till um, eighth grade. And I tore my ACL. And then by that point, um, I started basketball in fourth grade. And then 
once I kind of got serious in both sports, my parents were like, hey, when you come a freshman, you're going to have to pick because at six, um, six A's, there's not a lot of overlap in sports. Like, there's a lot of overlap in sports, and coaches are more like, hey, you have to pick one. Right. Or you have to pick ones at, like, an opposite seasons of each other. So um, I chose basketball, obviously. And then um, I went to college in Missouri at Culver Stockton College in the middle of nowhere. And you played basketball yes. there at Culver Stockton. And you say that I travel a lot. Yeah. So, how many states has she named already? 17. <laughs> no. Oh, but the fun part is when I did play soccer, probably the thing you didn't know about me is I went to Disney World three times for for 3v3 soccer. 3v3. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Did your background in tap dancing help you in soccer? Yes, it did. I'm just kidding. Were no. you, you light on your feet? <laughs> yeah. I'm just I mean, saying. I, mean, I, can see where, I can see where it would help. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, but. Uh, it was like the early phases of CrossFit. Can you? Or Zumba. <laughs> Can you give us a demonstration? No, yes. God, no. So, Break my ankles. We'll have you back on when we get the video camera for this. So, and then yes. we'll, we'll and you see got the tap dance, dancing. so you better break out the, the animal crackers and <laughs> get busy. So, All oh, right. So, so, yes, me too. So we're going to hold you to that. Um, okay. So you went to college. You played basketball. Uh, how many years were you there? Uh, four. Four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, okay, so you started you started playing sports at a young age in all the way up through college. Where in those experiences right there did you start kind of getting in your mind that you might want to coach? So um, it was actually kind of funny. So I didn't really know I wanted to coach. I actually went to college to be an athletic training major because mm-hmm. I was like really – I liked anatomy. I liked about, to learn about the body, how to like to rebuild – like rehab and how to get better and stuff. Um, but right. my club coaches always always used to tell me like, hey, you should coach. Like you're a natural leader on the court. Like you should really be a coach. You know you know the game a lot. I and I was kind of like, yeah, like whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they just say that, you know. Right. Um, but then once I became a freshman in college, um, athletic training took a lot of hours out of your sports. And they basically were like, yeah, you're here for a sport, but – we're going to take you out of it in your off season time. And I uh, love, I love playing just right. as much as I love school. So right. I was like, well, I like math and I, and I don't mind kids. So right. then um, I kind of transitioned over. <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice. That's I don't good. mind kids. Yeah. I mean, um, and I could probably body slam them. So, you know, I mean, well, here's what I want to know. You played, you were doing athletic training and playing basketball. Did you get to wear the little fanny pack like on oh the court God. while you were playing? While you were playing, no, no, no. no I did not. Oh. but I did learn how to wrap ankles. Oh, I go. was, I was gonna say, did you want to be an athletic trainer because of the fanny pack, or yeah. did you get out of it because of the fanny pack? I probably got out of it because <laughs> of the fanny pack. Oh man, oh that stinks. But anyway, so the fact that you were getting taken away from your sport kind of, you know, got your mind going in a different direction mm-hmm. like i want to be i want to be still involved in that but instead of fixing the broken people i want to coach the healthy ones <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah i mean so, i kind of yeah. i kind of looked at it as a sense i mean i was really um i like was very like passionate about my education my mom <laughs> she, was, she was crazy about uh, school um so when i got into high school i was taking pre p and until I was a senior in high school, I took AP classes. Like I took no regular class. I guess I guess I can't say regular, but so she's being snooty right now. Basically, yeah, basically saying that she's smarter than you and I. So. Well, well, she's not lying. <laughs> but well, I was gonna at least <laughs> pretend that she's yeah. lying. Yeah. So, 
But um, I knew. I mean, I love my academics, but college. I mean, basketball paid for a majority of it. Right. So I knew, like, hey, I worked this hard to get here for the sport, so mm-hmm. I might as well like dedicate all my time to it in college. Right. So that's why I kind of chose to go the different direction. Well, so. speaking of some of the choices. What led to the choice to go to Missouri to play basketball? Um, so I had a, a, like offers in all areas. I had offers in Dallas. I even got an offer to Alaska. Um, oh, yeah, so sweet. just yeah, different areas. But um, what really drove me to Missouri is um, I actually verbally committed to um, what was it Webster University, a D three in St. Louis. Um, on the good part of St. Louis. Um, and yeah, they say there's bad parts. No offense to anybody from St. Louis. Uh, yeah. Okay. To all our listeners in St. Louis. Yes. Um, Sorry, Nellie. Yeah. yeah. We can't, we can't, we can't have her on here when we get syndicated. Um, so. but, uh, so I really committed there and then, um, Culver Stockton reached out to me before I signed to Webster and they were actually closer to my um, grandma because she lives in Springfield, Missouri, and my whole dad's family lives in Springfield. But really, I love my grandma, so I was closer to her. Uh, so I went to Culver. Um, they were NAIA, so they gave me just not academic, but they gave me athletic money too. Uh, so that's kind of what weighed me to go to Missouri okay. more than anything. Again, showing off. The, the proximity to Silver Dollar City, was that part of it too? I, Branson's actually a cool place. Yeah. I, go to, I went to Branson yes. a lot. Hey, my parents loved it when they went there. They went up there. They really did. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Pride used to sing up there a lot. Not anymore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, uh, That'd be a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Here we, okay. Here so, we go. <laughs> so college career, um, went four years, graduated there. What brought you to Divine? So, <laughs> so funny. Um, I knew. So I knew. I knew Quiz before. Um, like I think when I was in eighth grade. So before college was even like a thing. I knew when I was young. Like he he was there. Like really. Y'all had a connection with yeah. San Antonio Finest. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, that's a Finest. Oh. True. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, like, I, I saw Joseph's you? face over there, like, how do So he knew me when I was like a little kid, when I was a little kid, and then when I got to come become in high school, when I was a senior um, or junior, maybe me and my friend Carly, my teammate for the SA Finest, we actually coached Quiz's daughter Presley when she was in sixth grade. Cool. And stuff. So got to see her from little bitty Presley to now grown up Presley. Uh, so when I graduated college, like the day of, I was driving to St. Louis to. Um, actually flying a plane to Australia that next day and quiz called me and he was like, Hey, um, so a job opened up down here for coaching. Do you want it? And I was like, uh, well, I'm going to Australia. So uh, give me like a month and I'll be back in town. And then I'll like, you know, apply. So yeah, that's what brought me back down here. Yeah. Cause they don't have internet or anything in Australia. <laughs> Absolutely apparently. not. So. They're 15 hours ahead. <laughs> hey. yeah, yeah. You could have applied like the day no offense from any, to anybody from Australia, so for our <laughs> listeners in Australia, but uh, but also, did you know? Did you know they have Christmas in July in Australia? <laughs> yes, yes. According to Coach Bengal, yes, that's Mark, when they cel- That's where they celebrate <laughs> Christmas. So cool. Don't y'all, don't y'all celebrate in July? No, uh, Jimmy we do at it. Him we so we celebrate in December. Yeah, actually, yeah. Jimmy was so like, stunned. No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you abs- are you are ah, the um do you happen to be related to Doug McCormick? Doug McCormick? What? Just cuz you talk really fast. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. I'll, I'll so, slow down. My mom just, tells just, me that too. Or Jacob Sadler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So 
So, yeah, so that got you to the vibe. Because she's talking so fast, I think that we've covered more in five minutes than we yeah. do with our other guests in an this hour. This might be a 30-minute podcast, <laughs> finally. I don't know. Maybe 20. Or just more to talk about, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so. Okay, so Quiz calls you out of the blue, says, hey, would you like whatever? You said, I'm going to Australia, and I'll get back to you. Yeah, I told him I wanted it. Okay. Um, and but I said I was like, give me like a month and I'll be back for like the interview and everything. So and he was like, okay, you better get on it right. <laughs> yeah, right away. You talk about a diva move right there. <laughs> I want it, but we're gonna do it on my terms. No, I, I had really I had to bad. wait a month to get hired, but it was for, well, for a different, different reason. Reasons. Yeah, <laughs> they had to really think about what <laughs> yeah. they wanted to do. <laughs> they were so. like, are we sure there's nobody else? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you come back after a month and. And then I finally, like, look at what I need to do, um, get all my paperwork in, and then Quiz invites me down here, like, hey, let me show you around. Um, even show me, like, some living areas. I'm like, I'm not moving to Divine. I'm going to live in San Antonio because I like the city. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> hey, I'm a city girl. Yeah, don't wow. <laughs> Did I say something about words cutting like a knife earlier? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to live in Divine. I love Divine, but I, I like the city more. Gotcha. Um, but so came down here. He showed me around. And then he was like, oh, you have an interview, by the way. And I was like, oh, snap. Okay. So um, met with uh, Darnell and like some other people. And then kind of just was a waiting game. I'm like, hopefully they like me. So, yeah. Well, after we waited for a month, we were like, well, there's nobody else. I guess we're going to hire yeah. It's like. <laughs> she, you walked out all nervous, and they're like, "She thinks we're interviewing other people. <laughs> She's the last one." Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, cross country, head cross country. What else do you coach? Um, so head cross country, and then um, JV basketball, and pole vault for track, and help out with long distance. And then I, I'm also the varsity cheer sponsor and tap dancing. Yeah. Um, what, what cheer sponsor? In the house. Well, she can. She can tap dance and play soccer, so she's multi-test, mm-hmm. multi, multi-talented. I mean, yeah. and don't let her fool you. She like knows all the cheers. I see her doing like all the. Hey, I have pretty good stuff. memory yeah. with those dances. Yeah. So, you don't teach tap dancing. No. You could for extra <laughs> yeah. money. Hey, hey, so did you funny. know Joseph taught square dancing? I did. Yeah. Got an A. <laughs> oh my. God. Got an A in class. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Anna, no. I'm like an onion. There's many layers to me. <laughs> That's so. like what you say when you're on a date for the first time. <laughs> you just got to feel back oh, all the Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me write that down. No. Let me write that down. No. Jim, on, my first, on, my first, on my first date with women, I said, I hope you like me because I'm like herpes. I don't go away. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there's the first edit yeah. for today. <laughs> Didn't date much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimbo, don't ever do that. <laughs> yeah, Speak I'll just client. stick with the onion. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make, I've got multiple layers, and I'll make you cry later. What? <laughs> well, I never said the last part. I just said there's many layers to me. I'm I'm you. like an onion, you know. And I'm, I never use that as a come oh. on line. Oh, I'm just saying. I thought that was. Your I'm move. just saying what you see is not always what you get, you know. Because, uh, I mean, you could just you look, say don't don't always judge a book by its cover. No, but the, was the onion, <laughs> but was the many layers of an onion? Did it have more of an effect? Of effect? I right? mean, it could, but then you could be like, just oh no, my God! <laughs> yeah, we better we better move on here. I'm, 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 yeah. Never, never thought that when I said that we were going to go off the rails that much. But uh, anyways, oh, yeah. note to self: don't ever say that again. It's pretty easy to do on this podcast, you know. So it wouldn't be our podcast unless you went off the rails at yeah. least 
27 times. That's true. That's but, true. All right. Well, how do we get back on the rails? Okay. Here? So you got hired, you got your assignments and all that stuff. And discuss to discuss with us how coaching cross country has gone so far. Um, Honestly, I didn't. So going into it, I did not run cross country. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I did run it for like for my basketball team because my our coach made us run like two times <laughs> with a cross country team. They always and do. <laughs> they, they really do. Um, so that was like the close encounter I had with cross country. Uh-huh. Uh, but coaching it, I've definitely found more of a respect factor. Uh, well, I definitely have respect for any kid that runs cross country. Yes. Um, from even even if they're like the top tier ones to the ones that actually like that are improving every day. Um, just because it's such a mental thing more than it is physical. Mm-hmm. I think you don't need a lot of skill to run, but you definitely have to be mentally folk like mentally tough to yes. handle everything. Uh, so I have honestly fell in love fell in love with the sport. It's pretty cool and pretty. Well, and that's it, that's yeah. cool. That's cool that I mean that you didn't have much experience. Much not definitely not. Coaching wise, yeah, never thought you would be coaching that. I'm sure, and you've completely just bought into it. And, yeah, and you know, and now you're, you know, just like a sponge, you know, trying to learn more and stuff like that. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but by looking at me, I bet you wouldn't think that I ran cross country, did you? Would no. you? No, no, I would not. I did, <laughs> and I was very talented. And I, I got, I got second in district, my eighth grade year in cross country. And back in those days, because, you know, we're a little bit older than Hannah. and Just a little. Just a little. And, uh, you know, they ran seventh and eighth grade boys and girls all at the same time. And then whenever you got ready to finish, they – they made you like cattle, like herding you Uh into like different places and stuff. We still do that, yeah. And and they placed all the eighth and seventh grade all all together. The seventh grade didn't – wasn't separate, you know, stuff. I got ninth in seventh grade out of seventh and eighth grade boys. So I'm just saying, no, this guy ran cross country. I actually know why you ran cross country. Cause was it when you were in middle school, was it Glenn Randall, the ISS teacher? There was, and if you went to ISS, no, he made you run cross countries. That is false. (laughs) That is false. Well, he didn't do that to me. Oh, he was not the ISS teacher. He was just, he'd coach PE and then just, well, but he was basically wrecked shop the rest of the day. Yes. But no, if you were a skilled position player, in football, you you ran cross country. Yeah. And it was like, you're going to run the workouts every day, so why don't you go and at least compete on Saturdays? Yeah. And well, if you're going to compete, why not be the best? Yeah. Just well, saying. And Coach Randell was actually my football coach in eighth grade. And that was probably <laughs> the best shape of my life that I was ever in. Because you had no choice. We, we ran we ran distance <laughs> quite a, quite I a felt, bit. I, I, I felt like Steve Prefontaine when I ran. Not that anybody knows who that is, but – just Hard one of the just, <laughs> just, just arguably the greatest distance runner in United States history, but nobody remembers him. So, Behind Joseph Satter. Well, I wasn't gonna say it, but thank <laughs> you. But anyways, so yeah, so you 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 co- you coach cross country. You are you know really really starting to love it. Tell us about like the success of the team since you've taken since you've taken over and and how how it how it's going up to this point. Um. So. Uh, this past year, the girls one district. I mean, they kicked. I mean, they kicked the whole teams out of the water. I will say that. Um, I, th- um, I think looking at it, I had six girls placed in the top ten. Yeah, and I mean, nice. you, and so that's pretty incredible. Just because I mean, I only you can only have seven girl runners on a team. Mm-hmm. So if you have you know five or six placed in the top ten, I mean, that's literally you take away half the competition. Right. Um, because 
it's the um and last year was kind of it was kind of it kind of sucked because they only took the top um two teams out of uh district and then only the top or the top three teams out of district and then top like two teams in state mm -hmm. which is usually like to the top four teams go to state and the top three teams move on right. so everything was cut short um but when you're doing it as like individuals it's the top 10 individuals that place mm -hmm. so um you have to get kind of lucky to make sure your team goes, but it kind of sucks for the pe people that teams don't advance because then you have to like place in the top ten and you don't go to st you don't go to regionals. So to take five or six out of those spots, it was kind of cool because it's like okay, like my girls are showing out that they deserve right. to be there, not just as a team but as individuals as well. Um, so they won district. Uh, my boys won district, um, won district as well, and they again took five or six out of ten spots for the boys side. Um, and I also had individuals that won district, um, too. So that was pretty insane because the boys haven't won district in a long time. I think it was 1992. Is yeah. Is that what it was? That was a pretty good wow. year. And that was, that was four years before I was even born. <laughs> Jimbo, were you on that team? No, I was not. That oh. was, I'd actually graduated Shoot. if it was 92, the cross country season of 92. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was not missed, on that team. You yeah. barely missed out. So, yeah. hey, I, I don't, don't be afraid to name drop if you have yeah, any so, names. Um, so. Caitlin Johns, Jocelyn, who unfortunately moved to New Mexico to go to school, um, she got first at district. Bree Boyer finished second. And then, um, or was it Christina Morales finished third? Jessica Garza finished fifth, and then Trinity Black finished seventh, I think. So that was, wow. yeah. So very nice. And then um, Xavier Garza took first for the boys, and then it was, um, I think, oh gosh, was it Chris Ortiz finished second? And I know Isaiah, Isaiah Marine placed, Rylan Mata, and then Marcus Espinosa, they all placed. So those that was how district went. And then at regionals, um, Really, that was more of a confidence because once you get to regionals, you're going to go up against the best teams. At that point, it's the best teams are out there, and kind of how they line you up is according to like how good your team is mm -hmm. compared to the other teams. So, I mean, we're we're next to Bandera, we're next to um, Pleasanton. I mean, we're next to these these top teams, and you kind of just have to tell your team like you're going to go and kick butt. You're just going to have to run your hardest and don't look back. Like all right. you, like this is the last time you probably could run, so might as well just put it all out there. So. Um, for the girls' race, uh, Kaylin Jocelyn uh, came in, and then Brianna Boyer was right behind her. And um, for to advance the state, it was the top uh, two teams and the top ten individuals outside of those teams. Mm -hmm. So as you're coming, as like you kind of, if you ever get to go to regionals, it's pretty cool. But there's a fence line that you can like see the girls come <coughs> around, and then they come around the 200 on some grass, and then they hit the track, and that's the last like 100. So as you, I was, I'm watching the girls. I see Kaylin jo Jocelyn coming. I'm like, okay, like expected. I thought she was gonna be in the top, and then I'm like waiting for Bree Boyer to get there. And I finally see her, and she's only like six girls behind Caitlin. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my god! And Bree Boyer's mom's next to me with a megaphone, and she's like, <laughs> run, Bree, run! <laughs> and so as she, Bree's coming around on the 100 uh, meters to go. There's a Pleasanton girl, and there's another girl in front of her. I don't remember where she was from. But Brie, like, just hauls by and passes both of them. And Brie ends up actually getting the 10th spot. She's the 10th runner to go awesome. to state. So she beat the Pleasanton girl, who was actually a three-time state person for cross-country. Uh -huh. And then she beat the girl in front of her. So she took overtook those two to advance to state. Caitlin was secure. And then when the boys went um, – X finished the top 10 at regionals. So he was automatically in because he finished the top 10 just out of the whole group. Mm -hmm. And my boys 
did very well. If it was regular COVID, without well, without COVID, the boys would have been only four points away from advancing the state as a team because they top, they take the top four wow. teams, and the boys finished fifth, and they only were back by four points. So pretty insane because the boys huh. definitely showed out this year. Yeah. Now, real quick, for the people that don't know a whole lot about cross country that might be listening to this, how far do they run? They so the girls run two miles and the boys run three miles. So you're talking about Bree Boyer. Kicking it, just sprinting, dead sprint the last hundred meters. <laughs> yeah. After running two miles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, see, I can't wrap my mind around that. I mean, I mean unless the police are chasing me, I I don't think I yeah. run. Okay, or, or or large animal. So you know, or yeah. somebody with a gun. Yeah, I'm thinking a knife. And someone have to have a knife because if it's a gun, they can probably shoot me. About, so why run? What about a sword? A two-edged sword, a two-sided sword. Yes, Is that two, what was it? Uh, yeah. Not yeah. a double-edged sword, but a two-sided sword. Two-sided sword. From, well, from the, are, are from the first not, episode. Are there not two sides of a sword? Well, I guess there are, but I think it's See? a double-edged sword is what a lot I, of people refer to. But you know what? Hey, <laughs> somebody at this table wanted to throw a curveball. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like like Jesse Garcia threw me at first base from exactly. the pitch. Well, no, you know, a while ago, when I took out of her story, I'm listening, and, and I appreciate it all, but... When she said that Bree Boyer's mom had a megaphone and started yelling, <laughs> all I could think was, what if it would have been him, Gerald Beatty with that megaphone and he was yelling, what do you? Oh, yeah, there's no telling what no, he would have I'm saying run. You know, oh, yeah, like so, at Joe's, Joe B's bachelor yeah, party. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering if he would have yelled that. I mean, that that probably wouldn't have been you good. You don't think that would have been inspirational? No, no, that's, for, no. that's for the after dark version of this podcast. You, you would have thought maybe somebody would have taken the megaphone, you think maybe somebody would have taken the megaphone away from him? I think they might have. Or Hannah would have made him swallow it? He would have been like, yo! That was actually that was actually Hannah's mentor. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And he he did not give himself enough credit on that sport. He actually was really knowledgeable about it, and he just doesn't take credit for it. But no, he he doesn't. That's just how Gerald is. Yeah, but he he did a lot. So, well, okay. Well, I you know, the suspense is killing me. Talk about the state, the state meet. Okay, so at the state meet, I mean, where was it at? uh, It's at Round Rock, and it is completely. Um, I mean, there are UIL people everywhere. Like you're not getting past them because I mean, I like the Gestapo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Um, and again, I've never been to state at all. Like not as a not as a player, not obviously not as coach until this year. So we get there, and um, I had Bree, Caitlin, Xavier, and then Isaiah was um, Xavier's running partner. Um, I had them for for two weeks straight, mm-hmm. just by themselves. So we get to state and. Um, there and Xavier has been there. That this would have been his second time going to state, so he was he kind of knew what to right. do. Um, Bree and Caitlin, obviously Caitlin's a freshman, and Bree was a senior. They have never been to state before, um, so wow. yeah, we get there and tell them to warm up, and then at this point, they know they're going against the best. So all they they're all they're trying to do is do their best and yeah. have fun with it. Like they they know like this is the last race, so we worked all this way, so just have fun with it. So girls start off. Caitlin Jocelyn um, actually. She finished 50th overall, and there's 122 girls. Fantastic. Yeah. And then Bree Boyer finished um, 70-something out of 122 girls. So they showed out. And it's cool because there's college coaches there as well. So mm-hmm. once they're done running, some college coaches will go up to them and be like, hey, like here's my card. I love how you ran. Please like, give us a, our college a shout-out. And Bree and Caitlin both got cards. At, like they, wow. College coaches were coming up to them. So it was really cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, and at, the, at that point, I mean, they're just happy. They're just like, oh, my God, like this is finally hey, over. you showed up. You yeah. competed. I mean, yeah. you, you yeah. did your best. Did they PR? Um, 
I don't I don't think they PR'd, but they ran one of their better times. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, at Round Rock, it's different because they just take off like straight to like this the back of the park that they're at. Mm-hmm. They come around like they take a right and they come up all like all these different hills and coming down and it's, it's just crazy. <laughs> and then once you get to the finish, you can't run past a certain line. Like the UIL people are there and they're right. like, stop running. And you're like, Oh my God. Forrest Gump. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Like I said, like cattle, they treat yeah. you like cattle, Jimbo. Well, yeah. and the other thing is the regional track meet for us is in Kingsville or Corpus. Well, Corpus. Yeah. For you Corpus, guys. Yeah. So you're talking about hills in Round Rock, not a lot of hills on the yeah, no, Corpus. It's very flat. Yeah. yeah. Very flat. So different courses and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And then X showed out, he, um, placed, I think 66 out of 123 runners. So, and he, I think he placed the past year at state, he placed like 80th and he jumped all that way. So, and then after that, that's when uh, the ETBU coach came up to him. That's actually where he's running this year is at ETBU. Yeah, I saw so, that. That's cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Really happy for him. And Bree Boyer is actually um, a cheerleader at Angelo State this year. Right. And they wanted so, her to look into running cross country as well. Yes. And she was like, she no. decided to go competitive cheer. So, yeah. You know. Which she loves that sport and she's really good at it. So, props to her on that. Yeah. Well, talk to us a little bit about this coming season because y'all have already started with your workouts, right? Yeah, we started last week. Um, We go from 6.30 to 8 o'clock in the morning um, so I can get all the kids. (sighs) Yeah, Um, just so I can get all the kids to their other sports. Like um, Christina Morales plays volleyball, and I have a lot of kids in the band, so i got to get them all um, scattered out. Uh, But looking forward to them. We only lost two seniors last year, um, and then, of course, lost Kayla, which was a freshman. But we still have, like, the core group with us. Uh, The boys are really motivated, I think, after they – saw what they could accomplish they're um more like gung-ho for the sport in, in a sense like they all they go everywhere together they run together so that's cool to see like a more tight-knit group they keep each other more accountable like if they don't wake up they're like hey like they're calling each other they're getting each other there which i really like the girls have always been more lax in a sense so they'll just be like we know what to do kind of thing we're like we're gonna show out regardless mm-hmm. um but the boys are a lot like a lot more put together this year than i think right. in the past years so Hey, success breeds success breeds success. Well, you know? and, and we've talked about it on this podcast a lot, but when you get that buy-in by the kids mm-hmm. and they start holding each other accountable, that's when things can really start to take off in your program. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not just having to listen to you or Coach Mangold as the coaches. Now they're listening to some of the kids that have been there, some of the freshmen that are coming up, and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to listen to these guys. They've been there. They've been in it. They finished fifth at, at region last year. Or These guys have gone to state. Right. You know, yeah. so I want to pay attention to what they're doing. And, and that I think that's how you start building your program. And I, I think yeah. that's, you know, we've had some success. And as, as you said, the success builds success. And mm-hmm. we go from there. And great coaches. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, coach. <laughs> she just laughs. <laughs> She's like, she's like, oh, wait, me? Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about Mangold. Well, Mango. Well, well, him too. You know, Mango does a good job too. Or is it Mongo, like Blazing Saddles? Mongo? Um, (laughs) Like she knows Blazing Saddles. Anyways, is there anybody coming up from the junior high that's, you know, how's how's the junior high girls and boys cross-country program? Um, So I actually have two boys right now. The eighth grade group was small last year for Mm -hmm. middle school. Um, but I do have two of them came, coming out, Edwin and Taylor Hurst. Um, 
they're kind of going to get, I, they're good runners. So mm-hmm. I kind of can't wait to get my hands on them to be like, okay, because they only run two miles in middle school. So now they right. can run an extra mile. Yes. So that's definitely like a, another twist for them. Um, mm-hmm. But hoping that they can have a lot of success. And then for the freshman girls, I have, um, we, I call her Yaya, um, Rodriguez. Is there, anything, is there anything that girl's not good in? Um, no, she's she's pretty much going to be a stud. I think. <laughs> yeah. She is a stud. Yeah, she's, yeah. And then I have, and my neighbor. Your name, yes, yes. They have a beautiful home, by the way. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. Um, so I have her. I have Charlie Rangel, which um, she just started running last year, actually, for the middle school. She kind of, like, loves the sport now. So I'm like, yeah, come out and there do it. There you go. Um, I have Jillian Guajardo. And then uh, I might have another one coming out. So I have four right. for the girls. So Right. Definitely. No, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, every, time, every time there's a sport mentioned, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this yeah. Yaya girl's coming yeah. up, and she's really good. I think McIver mentioned her when we were t- had her on. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I know I know her yeah. parents. I went to school with with her dad, and uh, and stuff. And that's just that's cool. I mean, yeah, I, she's I'm, tough. So actually, I ran cross country with her dad. Hey, in junior high, and he was pretty good too. So so you said you you said your numbers are are about where you would look at. Like, yeah. is it about what you're? Yeah, uh, like twenty kids. Twenty kids. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. and I mean. Some people are like, oh, that's low. But I'm like, I'd rather have a, a core group that wants to run and wants to be there every day rather than Absolutely. 60 kids that just don't want to be there. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, well, you know. Having to hunt them down and everything else. Well, and the other part of all this is school hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Obviously. And really, two-a-days practices, as most people think of with football, volleyball, and all that, that's what yeah. a lot of people think. But because cross-country doesn't have a start date or an end date or whatever, you can start practicing two or three weeks prior to the two-a-days. Yeah. Right. So maybe some kids will come in, like maybe they've moved in or something, or they're like, hey, I want to run. Right. Yeah. So there's still a chance your numbers could grow. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I want and them to, but yeah. A lot of these kids, though, that she's mentioning, man, I'm telling you, you see them running on their own in the mm-hmm. summer. I mean, you just see yeah. them running in like 100-some degree weather, and I'm looking behind them like, is there a dog chasing that kid or something? <laughs> no, they're just running. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's so, you know, you said a while ago about core kids that really love it. The ones that are good at it really do. I mean, of course, I like that in every sport, but well, I mean, <laughs> they really do buy into it. It's kind of like you cro- I always look at cross country and powerlifting. It's like there you can't hide it if you're in that sport, whether you like it or not. I mean, if yeah. you don't like it, I mean, you're just you're not going to be there. Oh uh, yeah, you know, <clears throat> so. for sure. And, and one thing I've worked a lot of cross country meets here lately because we've held several in Divine. Right. But one of, one of the things that hit me is one of the first cross country meets we were running. You know, you had the, the, the sprint by the top kids, you mm-hmm. know, trying to finish first, second, third, whatever. But one of the best races we had, it was kids that were finishing like 38th and 39th. Yeah. And they just had a splat-out sprint right. just competing against each other in that moment yeah. right there. And right. it's like, you know, that's cool to see well, that. And, I mean, and you see that. I mean, like you see those coaches, you know, like Hannah, they're sitting there, you know, and yelling out the times and stuff like that. Well, okay, first, second, third, fourth, whatever else, get in. They're going and they're coaching those kids and they're still yelling their times. Yeah. So that kid that's battling for thirty eighth, whatever, they you know it's like that's that's secondary. They're battling to beat whatever time that they had discussed with that coach and stuff. And right. so yeah. they're 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 sprinting and everything. And that's what's awesome about the sport too, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, for sure. So I mean, and those kids, man. I mean, they really have to buy into cross country because, you know, it's kind of like running distance and track. You just run and turn left. Yeah. Run, turn well, left. You know, there's I mean, been some kids that I've coached yeah. that they'll run cross country, 
but they don't want to run because it's track boring because it's yeah. boring because yeah. it's all but just left turns. I know, I, and I've heard that a thousand times too. It's like, well, why don't you do both? I don't want to run in a circle, yeah. you know. But and I understand that. I understand sure. that. But but uh, yeah, I mean, I can. I mean, it's it's a it's a cool. It's a really cool sport. Yeah. Because you see the like I said, you see the kids running in August and July on their own, not because the coach is telling them, "Hey, be there at this time and do it." You well, know, so and I was fortunate enough to get to coach Bree. Well, we coached Bree, yeah. Hannah and I, in basketball. Well, she'd go through a whole entire basketball practice, two hours. We'd go watch film. She'd go out to her car, change her shoes, and she'd go run a mile and a half, two there miles. Just, just, yeah, just, yeah, just because <clears throat> she wants to. And then they're different people. Well, I know she told me on her uh, when she got to college for cheerleading. Um, they had like a little spirit week, but her coach was like, Hey, like we're all going to go out and run a mile. And she was like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. Cause she, she was like only a mile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah mile. But she, she loves it. And I mean, obviously Xavier Garza, I mean, he's going to college for it, but they legit love running. And I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I've never been a <laughs> love. Oh, I, I hate running. I can tell you that right now. Um, but for them to be happy about it and want to do it, I think that's the cool part. Cause um, definitely I got to know the four of those kids more personal on a more personal level when we got to state, uh, because the practices were just rust for, and I took them to Pearsall park and that's when you kind of get to know like how much they love it and why they do it. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's, and it's cool because once I took them to Pearsall park, they were, it was like, they were free. Just, yeah. I'm like, Hey, like go on for 45 minutes. <laughs> like, and you know, <laughs> and yeah, I mean that they're really happy about it. They're like, yeah. okay, like cool. Like, like, they, like they won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the cool part about this. Like sport. I said, they're different. They're different people. They are. They are. Yeah. But well, um, first meet. First meet's on um, August 14th at Uvalde. Okay. And they have a huge hill. Like, Why do you look really, really excited? I love – so <laughs> last year was actually our first year going to Uvalde. Funny story, I left the medals in my car with – obviously my keys were with me, so I had to get Jimbo to break into my car basically to get the medals for the meet. Yeah. Um, typical day. For and you're an expert at breaking into vehicles. <laughs> yes, yes you know? I do it all the time. Yeah. Sure. Grand Theft Auto, man. We, we actually – Paid the nice gentleman from, I think it was Mike's garage, to come and unlock the car for us. Dude, just throw a rock through it. Well, I thought about that. That's what Troy Tuttle told me to do one time. Well, you know, <clears throat> I have a bracelet that I didn't wear today, but it says, "What you know, what would what would Troy do? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and because I feel like if you follow Troy's advice, there's... There's nothing. You, there's nothing that can stop you. That's exactly right. Okay, so back to the <laughs> <laughs> back to the Uvalde story because I want to get my credit here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh my God. It's look at me. Look me. at me. Look it's at me. 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 <laughs> so, anyways, well, Jimbo did save the day because the coach was like, "Hey, oh, where are the medals?" At? I'm like, "The head basketball coach is coming. He owes me." <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, but Excuse anyways. me while I throw up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, but he brought him. But anyways, Uvalde, I ne- we'd never been there before. So first time meet that we went to last year. And I absolutely loved the course. The kids liked right. it too. But I liked it because there was um, different, like, I guess landscape, obviously. But start off really straight, and then you go downhill, and then you come up this hill. That is, I mean, it is a straight incline. I mean, Jimbo, do you, you remember seeing it? Yes, yeah. yes. It is literally like uphill, and the kids has like basically are burning their legs to get on the top. And then when they get to the top, it's straight, but it's gravel. So instead of running on grass or on gravel, then they come down, and then it's crazy. But I loved it because it was a lot different. And the kids, they don't really run a lot of hills. I mean, the golf course has hills, but not a hill like that. So different elevations and different um, 
obviously surfaces to run on. So really cool because um, not every surface is the same for cross country kids. So get some right. used to different things and happy we're starting off with that one. Cause that's a tough one. And I, I like that one. I, I'm thinking that if I had to run that, I would get to the top and then just roll right back down. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably enjoy the view at the top of the plateau there for a little bit and be like, mm, Oh I really? You think you would have gotten to the top? No. Exactly. No, I don't Stop think lying I to the people. That's true. Stop lying to Did the I masses. Did I mention that I had to take the medals? Because, yeah. yeah. Yes, Jimbo. Yes, you saved the day. We all heard it. We all heard it. He really you know. did, though, because yeah. the coach really looked at me like, what in the world? I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry, but well, they're coming. The, like, South Texas Trophies had done Image Matters. Butch and them had done the trophies. And, yeah. and you know, and that happens a lot. Like, in, when we go to the Marion tournament, they'll ask us, bring the medals. You know, can you bring the plaques right. and the medals? And sure. And sometimes we do it, and sometimes we forget it, and it's like, whoopsie. I was so Did worried you? about the bus that morning that I completely forgot they were in the back of my car. Yeah. Rookie move, pup. Yeah, rookie move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I got to make a nice little trip to you, Valdi. That hey, you know, yeah, God's good. country. It's all good. So, so okay. Um, when when can people here in Divine see your kiddos? Don't um, you, we're hosting a meet? Yeah, we're hosting actually three meets, so uh-huh. good to see you a lot. Um, so we host one on August 18th, which will be like a quick turnaround for the kids, but it'll be fine. Um, August 18th, <laughs> and then we have September 29th, and then we have October 6th. October 6th is going to be the pre-district meet, and then October 13th is going to be district. And that one might be here, and it might be in Somerset. I'm trying to get Quiz to convince him to keep it here um, <laughs> because I just like our course. And I think it's difficult, and I think it should be difficult for district because right. the best kids should go to regionals. I mean, that's the best kids are competing. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we can get it back to Divine. But so yeah, those are four awesome. meets in my host. Yeah, cool stuff. Well, can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll be working. Well, I mean, so. that that makes it fun for me, knowing that you're out there sweating. Yeah. Actually, I, I've got a pretty good job. I run the timing system, so I just sit underneath an oak tree. I get yeah. him I get him tacos, if that helps. Booyah. Not this year. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, no, but, hey, that's that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that that you are having the success you're having. I'm glad your, your program is growing because it is hard to – to talk kids into going out and just yeah. running a lot in the heat and stuff. But, I mean, it sounds like you make it fun enough for them to where they want to do it. And, like I said, you know, success breeds success. Yeah. And what a story. You had a freshman go to state and do that. What does that tell those eighth-grade girls from last year coming up to be freshmen? Hey, that could be me, you know? Yeah. And they and, want to come out and do it. I mean, she was just a crazy great runner in general. So, the kids right. are like, oh, my God, she was so good. It's like, yeah, she was good, but – you could be that yeah. good too if yeah, you exactly. really if you really wanted yeah. to. That's so. a great recruiting tool right there for the upcoming you know freshmen. Hey, yeah, and, the same way. And Bree Boyer yeah. is a good story too. I mean, she yeah. wasn't a top runner her freshman year. I mean, mm-hmm. she really didn't get a lot of attention, and that sounds bad because she just didn't get attention that she should have gotten because right. she's a great athlete. But I mean, she just worked hard. She ran every day, obviously, and she just got better. And I mean, it kind of shows kids like all you have to do is put in the work for it, and you can get it. You know, right. but yeah. you just gotta be different in that sense. So yeah. mental toughness, stick with it. Keep you know, mm-hmm. keep driving, keep you know, doing what you gotta do to achieve your goals. Enjoy so. the grind. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even so. if it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Running cross country one is hard enough and then not having the success that you want to have just seems like it would be oof yeah but kudos to her kudos to uh your your freshman girl there that's a great story for the upcoming ones Mm -hmm. and now yeah it's time it is so 
my question, I'll go first. This is this is kind of how we end the show all the time. But my question is just real simple. Like, mine's tell me something good. So I usually try to, like, if it's Joseph and I, it's like, isn't what did that, you see? Isn't that a song? Tell me something Well, it's, I stole it straight from the yeah. Bobby Bobby Bones show, you know? I in the have morning, no idea what anyway. she's talking about. Yeah. There's a song that says, okay, I'm yeah. going to find the song and I'll you know, message so, it to you. So anyway, <laughs> so my question to you is what is something good that you've seen or you were a part of and usually it's in the week, but I'll let you go all summer. So <laughs> I think this is going to be pretty easy for cool, you. Something cool, something unique. Um, well, obviously, I'm going to brace is, myself right now. <laughs> well, obviously, seeing the kids is great, but um, I actually got married in June. I was going to say, so. if you don't say, he man, he lets you off easy right <laughs> yeah. there, saying oh, the whole summer. Okay. Um, no, I did get married on June 26th. Um, so that was that's my mom's birthday. Oh, really? I'll tell mm-hmm. you on her. But have you belated birthday? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm she probably know. I'm sure she knows my mom. My mom practically gets her yeah. mail at the school. Yeah, pretty so, much. But, um, but yeah, so got married. Um, I bought a house and got another go got our second car. Um, yeah, we won't talk about what that car right now. Yeah, we'll I saw it, it's I saw a Toyota Corolla. It's yes. good on I would gas. Not, I would yeah. not be bragging about that. <laughs> yeah, you know. I wouldn't brag a lot about it, but hey, so, it is what it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, a lot of good things happened this summer, and then. Big, I will say big shout to Jimbo on this one because he live streamed the whole wedding for me and Jimmy. I um, heard. Yeah, hey, it was. A I plus. also lost like 15 pounds <laughs> in the process. Yes, he wants y'all like to renew your vows now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but really. In the winter. Yeah. <laughs> but in all seriousness, big shout out to Jimbo because. Um, Jimmy's parents got to see it all the way in Australia. His whole family did. That's awesome. And they really appreciated it just because they couldn't come down here because of all the COVID stuff. So that was really cool. And it was a fun night. So I had a good time. Got yeah. to see friends that... Um, I like, don't know. I wasn't invited. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you could so. have been Jimbo's plus one. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even time. put down a plus one. So. Yeah. All right. I'm just joking because I hate going to weddings. I wanted to do mine by proxy. <laughs> so That was an interesting weekend, but we'll leave yes. that for another podcast. <laughs> that could probably be a part one and part two <laughs> podcast yeah. right there at my for wedding. Sure. For so sure. Let's, let's, let's uh, you know, redo our, my wedding and invite all the groomsmen and, and bridesmaids again. So. But, uh, okay, so you had a very eventful summer. So yes, I mean, get, getting married is, is awesome. It's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. It's also going to be the hardest job you've ever had. Just saying. I don't. I don't know. I think uh, you say I, that I, now. I, I know. You wait, say that people now. People have always asked, like, is marriage is married life different so far? And I'm like, no. But I think it's because uh, Jim- it's not it, yet. It's, it, no, no. But like, I mean, obviously, my husband's name is Jimmy. Everyone. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, he's so calm and like doesn't care. I mean, he uh-huh. does care, but he just doesn't care that like I could just come home and he'll have right. dinner ready. And he's just he's just just like. Perfect yeah. guy. Let's soak the, it in. The honeymoon phase. <laughs> soak it in. It's not the honeymoon phase. It's been good for like yes. four years. <laughs> What's going on, Coach? How you doing? Yeah. Oh, wow. You don't have to be shy over there. Say hello. Hello. I said, don't want to interrupt. Uh, Athletics coach. is here. <laughs> 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 coach Grandma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Coach Abuela. It's a problem. Yeah. She's, she's, trying, she's, trying to say, she's trying to say that she doesn't think marriage will be the hardest job she ever had. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, everything that comes with it. Not everybody thinks like Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> I love you, honey. Yeah. So, no, but no, it, it like I said, I'm not saying that about it because it 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 makes you a, a better person. Mm-hmm. So, but congratulations, I'm I'm very happy. Thank you. You, you took the leap. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. I've, what? That's two podcasts in a row. I've just got slammed. Will Jim Sessions, what a looker. Yeah. What? Well, first, Stroud talks about the three guys he likes pick and roll with. Right. And like two are all Americans, and then it's me. Uh-huh. And now you're like, yeah, if you're you're married, you're a good person. And I'm just sitting over here. Like, I did not say it makes yeah. you a good person. I makes said it you makes a you a better person. person. Yeah, well. Jimbo, you're already so good, you don't need uh-huh, to get married. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. All right. We're back off the rails again. <laughs> yes, but that's okay. Yeah. My turn. Yep. Oh, now. Now you better like start way, sweating over hey, there. I like the way Chad gets to cheat and he gets to see these questions. Yeah. So, you know. That's why he showed up early. Uh-huh. He might so. need all the help. He likes Texas, well, Texas Tech. He, he's actually on time. <laughs> Someone else was late today, so. Okay. Hey, I have the excuse. I have the excuse that's a good one all the time. Married with kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing is about me in my household, <laughs> so I can go. I will come when I'm allowed to come. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jim. I'll be right over. I'll just. I'll, it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Okay, I could have left and had, you know, Child Protective Services call me because I left my seven-year-old by himself. Yeah, no, we're we're good. We're good. Would you rather? Oh, Oh, here we go. Would you rather give up? Okay, now, this is a two-part question. Oh, gosh. I'm going to give you the question. You have to choose one or the other, and then you have to explain why. Okay. Okay? Would you rather give up skiaki? For a year or chocolate cake for a year? Oh, Explain your answer. <laughs> um, I could give up skiaki for a year because there's other Asian food out there. Could you really? Yes, I could because there's other Asian could food out really? there. Could you really? Pot stickers. <laughs> Pot stickers. Yeah. And there's other type of noodles too. Um, but chocolate cake, I want chocolate. I, how many times do I get chocolate cake after every meal, Jimbo? Oh. And I've been yeah, with you. I, quite often. Yeah. Like I get chocolate cake probably 95% of the time when I go out to dinner. It's okay. really bad, but yeah, so I couldn't give that up. No way. But you got to like give. Okay, so because I, I, okay, so my, like my biggest, I love dessert. So anytime, right. like chocolate, if it's in front of me, I'm gonna eat it. I got my mom loves dessert. I probably got I inherited it from her probably, but um, I love dessert. Like you, can, I can't give it up. It's impossible. Okay, so you would you would give up skiaki. Yeah. Explain to everybody what exactly skiaki okay, is. Okay, so skiaki is a Japanese dish. Um, basically, you take um, skiaki beef and you have to slice it like paper thin. So there's only like a little bit of people that can slice it that thin. Right. Um, and then once you have it that thin, you take you basically put it like in a cast iron skillet, like a broth, and it has like soy sauce, rice vinegar, all these different types of things. And you basically let it marinate for like a good hour. Mm-hmm. And then you put like some um, Asian like really thin noodles in it, like rice noodles. And then once it's all kind of marinated together, then you just take a big thing of white rice and you just put it on and you put the skiaki on top and it just uh-huh. oh it's so good. So did you teach Jimmy how to do that? And that was one of his requirements to uh, marry no, you? He's, um, no, he's Greek and Maltese, so I got to learn how to cook that food. <laughs> Some euros. You know, <laughs> so, you know, you know, it's like, you know, y'all couldn't just be like, no, y'all had to be, both had to be mutts. Like, you know. Oh, so, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, our kids. I can't wait to see your children. Our kid yeah. is going to have so, other on the SAT. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, no, yeah. okay. So you would give up that because you just can't, you can't give up the old chocolate cake. Nope. Yeah. Nope, no, no dessert. Oh, okay, I got you. I would, I, I would also give up the skiaki myself. You haven't tried it yet, though. And I would, would you rather the... give up seafood or chocolate cake? Oh yeah, yeah seafood. <laughs> you're out the window there, buddy. You don't even like fish, do you? No, no. It's we like would, a texture. Whenever thing. he'd come visit me all the time down in, when I was down living down by the coast, 
he, we'd go and I'd be like, all right, I'll take, you know, like ceviche and, and shrimp and this and that thing else. What would you like, sir? A burger. Hamburger. Yeah, yeah. Is it hot a bacon, dog. It's a bacon cheeseburger with only cheese and mayo on it. Hey, I every now and then I get crazy and get lettuce. Just saying. Not at that time, though. No, not at that time. Not not not, not, no. when our, not in our younger years. No, and his so. favorite taco is carne with cheese. Ooh, that's a good hey, one. Hey, that's... Oof. That's... Yeah. See? That's like my other husband, by hey, the way. You know, you, you want to know, you want to know a good if would you rather? Follows, if I was Jimmy, I'd be like, hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. Here's a good would you rather for Hannah. You ready? Oh, God. Would you rather give up chocolate cake or ketchup? Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I have to give up chocolate cake then because I eat ketchup <laughs> with everything. Just put the ch- ketchup on the chocolate okay, cake. Okay, so funny story before we leave. So Australia doesn't have ketchup. They have tomato sauce. That they call ketchup. Totally different. No, it is. Totally different. Yeah. And so when I went to Australia, I had a, well, his mom bought me like the little Heinz ketchup thing, like the travel size, because every time I went out, they only had tomato sauce and I hated it because it really tasted like tomatoes. And I like all the other stuff. No, it's it. totally yeah. different. And totally so I was different. like, what in the world is this? And he's like, it's ketchup. I'm like, this is no, not it's ketchup. Not. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will fight it. you if you say that again. Yes. Yeah, so I, would, I would have to get chocolate cake then for oh, ketchup. Oh, wow. That's, wow. That's, that's impressive. Wow. It's like I the, feel like I feel like we've learned a lot more about Hannah. I know. I really like the tap dancing part. That, Liz, did that, you know that? Yeah, she was, a tap, was dancer. a tap dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him right now. So, another funny story. It's just like <laughs> I got to see film on that one. Yes. No, I actually, my parents do have the film of it when oh, I when I'm I was calling, doing oh. when I was doing one of the parts like you like had a hop backwards and stuff. My best friend at the time. She actually like stepped on my feet, so I got caught. So when I jumped back, I fell and my I whole dress see this. like went up. <laughs> and my I mom was like, "Ooh, like so." Yeah, I was. It was. It was pretty traumatizing. So, so was if it we, a- if we were broadcasting this, I'd say you to reenact it. Not the dress coming up, but the, with the tap dancing. Oh, yeah. It was, so, pretty, it was pretty good. Would, would that fall have compared to my fall after the district oh, track meet or God. area track meet? I was so happy Mangle did that to you. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, I mean, he didn't do it on purpose, obviously. But, oh, that was like, were you there when he fell? When Jimbo fell at the track meet? Oh. I, no, we were working. We were picking up things. And Mangle lifted was the Was this bl- the same meet that I showed up to watch that Quiz put me to work? More than likely, yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, it was when he picked up that plywood and you fell. I saw you like yeah, trying to hop. I was I was stepping stepping backwards uh-huh. and, and there was some plywood on the ground and Coach Mangold went to lift it up and he did right as I stepped backwards onto it. And Way then, to go, Mongo. And then and then what took about thirty minutes for me to fall, I ungracefully did it look fell. Like, did it look like Stroud coming out of it rains at three in the morning? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it's bad when one of the coaches yells, someone call the EMS. Jimbo just fell. So, no, yeah. the best was because you threw your laptop to save the laptop. And then, yeah. and then I, I, I threw my chair. I threw my chair, but I, I saved the laptop. Road Trammel. There you go. Road Trammel ran over, ran over to you, and he was like, I'm going to do I, – I can mimic Road Trammel. He was like, you need help, buddy. And yeah. I was like, oh. Road Trammel thought God. I was an 80-year-old man. Like that just fell. Like, let me get you up. Let me help you. I, I like the way it sounds. Like it was a calculated fall. I think I, it was. I, you tucked. You tucked it. You tucked yeah. the laptop. What, what's and bad? You, and you pitched. You pitched the like. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Was your thumb down whenever you pitched it? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but I do know this. I ended up at about the five yard line. I was really disappointed. I did not get in the you end didn't zone. Finish? No, I was trying to get to the end zone, but my momentum was taking me backwards. So God, I, I ended up at about you, the five. Did you know that when you threw your chair, you hit Mangles in the head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yeah. what he. For tripping, that's you. exactly right. You um, gave him a concussion, yep. it's gonna take him out. He actually got a scar right. on the top of his right. head. <laughs> well, pretty good. Tommy, 
we appreciate you joining us. No problem. Yeah. I knew it was going to be eventful. Oh, I knew it's it was going to be fun. It was going to be fun. Yeah, so, for sure. And I knew we weren't going to follow the script. <laughs> I don't know why we always come up with the script. So, But, yeah. but uh, thank you for coming, stopping no in with us. And I feel like you enlightened a lot of people. Yeah. So, I tried yeah. to. And good luck. So, good luck yes, with good the luck. cross country coming up. Yes. I'm sure we will be. Uh, I'll be there for at least three of them, I'm sure. Quiz mm-hmm. will be on the gator, not trying to throw out his back. Yeah. Right. Well, he is, hey, kind of, he is getting old. Just, just <laughs> remember, as long as it's got gas in it. Okay, first off, <laughs> not my fault. That's Doc's fault. He didn't put gas in it, and I, and uh, I didn't know how to. Locking metals in her car. I know. I, know. I didn't know running, running the gator empty, mm-hmm. son of a gun sheet. Yeah. Oh, let's not forget she missed a weight room duty and gym duty. One oh, day. yeah. I Kara, Stacy, Coach Stacy covered for oh. me. Shout out uh-huh. to her. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. Good stuff. I saw Kara today, and, I, and when I was dropping off Drew, and I said, hey, that's Drew's cousin over there. Don't be easy on her. She was like, oh, no, I won't. <laughs> no, she won't. Yeah. So, You're in good so. hands there, that's for sure. <laughs> but All right. Well, I think that's yeah. going to be a wrap, huh? Well, I would also like to say oh, that, yeah. I would like to say that uh, not only am I traveling to, to Louisiana tomorrow, we're we're going with the 14U baseball team, the Broncos, the mm-hmm. the Bronco 14U Pony League baseball. You know, we advanced over there. We're gonna be playing teams from Florida, from you know all you know Louisiana, of course, Texas, some other teams from Texas coming from different cool. different areas and stuff. So um, we're going over there. Tournament starts on Wednesday, and hopefully we're around till Sunday. Awesome. So uh, um, yeah, you know we got we got that going on, and want to wish them good luck for sure. For so. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that's a great accomplishment right there. So yeah, yeah, go so, have fun, go yes. compete. And not, another cool thing about that over there, while we're there uh, tomorrow evening, we're going to be meeting Jake Wells, uh, War Horse alumni, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. coaching at Louisiana Lafayette. You know, uh, Coach Gomez got a hold of him and said, "Hey, we're coming over there." And he said, "Jake was like, hey, come, I will show the kids the facilities. I'd love to talk to them and everything." And I think that's going to be very awesome. That's yeah. you know that's going to be something the kids will not forget for a while. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a great experience. Uh, so supposedly Louisiana Lafayette has fantastic facilities and stuff. That's what was what Gomez was saying. So mm-hmm. we look forward to that. So yeah. cool. Well, good luck to you guys. Yeah. And, so you know, don't be afraid to go over there and win it. Uh, hey, I hope we go over there and compete. If yeah. we do, I think we have the, we have the ability to cool. give it a shot. So cool. and think the starting next week we have a whole lot of two days starting, don't we? Yeah, we've got some athletic. Two a day starting and so mm-hmm. yeah, we've got team tennis that's fixing to kick off as well. Mm-hmm. They might start a little bit before. They're, right, they're like cross country, don't have a start date. So right, lots of interesting things going on. Yeah. So excited about it, fixing yeah. to get busy. But that's kind of the well, way we like it around here. Like you said, the big ones of volleyball and, and football, but there's a lot of other stuff that is kicking off too. So yeah, yeah you know, for busy sure. Time so. All right. But well, I think that's about it for this episode. This has been episode five. We episode appreciate five. Hannah, Coach Thompson, for stopping by and visiting with us there. Woo woo. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine what kind of outlaw we're going to get for episode six. I don't know. We'll, I bet we can we're, figure. We're going to be. We're going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Something tells hint, me hint. so. Athletics. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Yep. Probably some West Texas hick. So you know. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we just, old. We'll, we'll take what we can get around here. Grouchy. Yeah. Is Texas Tech in the Big 12? Well, as, what, of, as of now. <laughs> Formerly the Big 12. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll done, 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 done. <laughs> yeah. As if you didn't hate UT already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for Coach Hannah Thompson and yes. for Joseph Sander, I'm Jim Sessions. We appreciate everybody tuning in. This has been Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. And with that, we are out of here. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Later. <laughs>